0: How are your rookies doing so far in 2023? Let's find out how we've shifted them in our rankings right now. Let's go. Let's go. go. Welcome into another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host Calvin Timms, my co-host Dale Terry, and you can find the Find us over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin at Dynasty underscore Dale. You can find the podcast uh, at FF after dark. And I'm just calling it Twitter. I'm, I'm done with this X nonsense. Um, X didn't give it to me. So, uh, you know, I'm done with it. But before we get into today to today's episode, we are going to be re-ranking the wide receivers from the 2023 rookie class and seeing how some of these guys have shifted Earlier today, we dropped our quarterback and running back, and this one's going to be going over all the pass catchers. So make sure you guys go check out that video. While you're over there, please follow the the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for videos, Rumble and YouTube, but, you know, everywhere else is audio. If you can, please subscribe to the channel and leave a comment, like on the video. Just helps us with the algorithm. We're trying to do all kinds of content for you guys. We got the sports betting podcast as well that's going to be coming on Saturday, Saturday morning, so make sure you guys come and check that one out. Made some decent side cash last couple of weeks, so hopefully you guys are checking that one out. But yeah, there's all kinds of content and I am exhausted from all this. It's that time of mm-hmm. year, but, you know, we keep the grind up for you the people, right? So, how's it going today, Dale?
1: Hey, it's going really well. Uh, you know, uh, it's when you guys are hearing this, hopefully it's Friday and you're uh, going into week, But we're into week seven already?
0: Yeah, dude, it's crazy.
1: It's, fly, it's flying by, and I really hope that your fantasy leagues are going as well as ours. So, yeah. um, right. hopefully we can keep this up.
0: Not, not our week seven week. Dale and I have a team that we share, yeah. and uh, the buys and injuries have got us down so bad that down, we don't have a starting bad. quarterback yeah. in a super flex league like, we have no starting quarterback this week, it is and uh, good. Yeah. we're we're starting guys like Marvin Mims and Kendra Miller out of necessity. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, it feels really gross, but I mean, you got to do it, what you got to do. Yep, it's, it's not
0: great. It's not great. No. Uh, no. Better better weeks are ahead. Better weeks. One hundred percent. So, all right, now we're gonna go over the wide receivers and pass catchers. We're gonna go over. You want to do the tight ends first, just because they're quick and easy, and we can get them yeah. out of the way. All right. Nobody cares about these guys, but we're going to talk about them really, really quickly. The tight end rankings. I will happily stand on my pedestal of being right about my my final preseason rankings. Sam Laporta was number one. He's getting all the volume out of all these guys. So you'll love to see it. Um, You know, it's just I don't know what to tell you guys. It was it made sense. They got a tight end as their head coach. They drafted this guy very highly. They have no other weapons, really. And Sam Laporta has 80 points as a rookie tight end. That is insane. He's That's got three fantastic. touchdowns, 29, yeah. 29 catches for 300 yards through six games. Like, he's, he's playing very, very well. And he's got the um, – I forget who they play this week, actually.
1: They have the Ravens this week.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, he's going to ball out again, man. He's balling oh, out again.
1: Yeah, he, he probably will, yep.
0: But no, this guy's been this guy's been nuts for the tight end position for rookies breaking all the all the stereotypes. He was my preseason or final final rankings tight end number one. So just want to humble brag there. Um I still I did move Michael Mayer up one um in my in these rankings here. I do have a tier gap though between Laporta and Mayer, Kincaid and Musgrave. Those are the only three that I actually care about behind him 100% yep. and I put Mayer ahead of Kincaid in this tier with Musgrave mm-hmm. as the third guy and the reason why is Kincaid has been the biggest disappointment and you go back to way back when Michael Mayer was my number one guy forever and he's finally starting to get involved with this offense and I think it's only going to be going up from here so you know I think that he's going to get a little bit more of the Laporta treatment going forward and Kincaid man he just can't like one he can't stay healthy two when he's on the field he's just not getting targeted and you know he's just he's not even a he's not even considered an option right now in this offense and you know, that's unfortunate, but it is what it is for rookie tight ends. Everyone thought with first round capital would be different, but you know, it's just, that's how it's going to go. So Kincaid is my number three tight end right now. What about you?
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same way, you know, like I have Sam Laporta in his own tier. um, And then I got Michael Mayer, then Kincaid. um, And then I guess, I I feel like loose I I feel that like Musgrave is a tier below those guys. I I just He's getting volume, like that's the only reason he, why, he but is, He is a little bit but not. I, I I feel those I feel those other guys are a little got, bit more talented. He's got
0: 23 and, targets though. And you know, yeah, I I hear you, but him being yeah. a second round pick, you know, I think that they're going to try and get him more involved. So yep. he's got 23 targets through however many games, five games now. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, a decent clip, 18 catches. He's yep. second of the rookies. So uh, I think that there are some signs of life. So I would put him in the same tier as these other guys. But, you know, I can, I can understand the arguments against it as well. So, yeah. All right enough boredom with the tight end position let's go over to the Please, the yeah. the fun and exciting wide receivers now yes. dale i'm gonna ask you your tier one here first because mine might surprise you
1: um i would say i i mean i have strong feelings about some players in this in the in this the wide receivers but um i mean I, I i still have jsn up there i think he still has the talent um I think I, I think th- I think targets haven't been there, but they will be, and I think they're going to pick up. Um, and then um, I have I have him, uh, Jordan Addison, and Zay Flowers, in in my first tier.
0: Okay, okay. So my tier one is a little bit different, um, and we can talk about it. So yeah. instead of Jason, so you had you had Jason Addison Flowers, right? Only those three. Yep. I have yep. Addison and Flowers, but I have Puka instead of Jason. Okay and the reason why is puka has shown that dude is a route running savant like he is insane and he's still balling out with cooper cup and this is why Mm -hmm. i'm really mad at myself that i didn't go and get him in more places while i had the the chance and the opportunity but puka seems like the real deal and you know you got cooper cup ahead of him cooper cups older he's kind of been banged up the last couple of years. He's got Sean McVay for now. He's got Matt Stafford and that's a good combination of guys. It is. Um, it is. And I think Cooper cup's going to continue to produce. And we've seen that when Cooper cup goes down, that Puka will still be a stud. He will be even better yeah. than he is now. He's been perfectly fine now. And uh, you know, he was even better without Cooper cup. So I think Puka deserves to be number one in this tier and it's mostly because of the return on value because he's going to produce for you and he's going to hold that value from here on out. And that's why I kind of, when I look at my wide receiver rankings, I shift them a little bit more drastically than other people. And it's mostly because not because of my mindset, I still agree with you in five years time. I think Jason will be the number one guy out of this group but it doesn't matter because his value is going to absolutely plummet, right? And that's fine. I'm good with that. Push him down the board so I can get him cheaper in the future. And, you know, the guys that are producing now, they're going to jump up a little bit more and I'm going to be able to capitalize on that. So this is from a value standpoint, how I'm ranking these guys in terms of trading them, moving them, and also production on the field. So That's a little bit of a caveat to mine. But I agree with you with Addison and Flowers. I have these guys up here. Flowers is just getting Mm – he's the number one wide receiver for what it's worth for the Baltimore nightmare that they've kind of been playing with. But
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Addison with no Justin Jefferson, he played pretty well last week. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you cannot complain about that. And I always thought Jordan Addison would have the – you know, one of the best rookie years out of these guys. But I was a little surprised by some of the other guys, like JSN, Quinn Johnson, some of the other guys we'll talk about here shortly.
1: Yeah, but. I mean, and, and with JSN, like, I'm not super surprised because he did have two studs in front of him, you right. know. So, we always expected so, this a little yeah. bit,
0: but yeah. yeah we and we can talk about him. He, he's the number one guy in my next year here, uh, tier yep. two. So he he did go from number one overall to, top of tier two and the only reason why is because he's not going to get the volume he's not going to get the play and this was always my fear with him you know you look at at the guys and the points scored so far through um six weeks and he's got 27 points in six weeks five weeks i guess because they had the buy and it's just he's not a priority for this team and with pete carroll it's going to stay this way until either Lockett moves on or Metcalf moves on. Um, while they're on this team, they will continue to give them the priority over JSN. And this was kind of what I was talking about at the end of the rookie review with JSN. That was my fear. And it's kind of playing out here just because I saw with Rashad Penny for years, man. Like P. Carroll does not do what we want him to do, unfortunately. And you can fight it. (laughs) You can complain about it, but Pete Carroll's going to Pete Carroll and he does not care. He's going to chew bubble gum and he's just not going to care about your opinion or your feelings. So JSN, he had to be knocked down one. I think long-term he's still a good player, but you know, I think we, we have to live in the world of Pete Carroll right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do hear that. So um, I, I would say in mine, you know, I, I'm, I like Puka, but I'm not as, I, I feel it's a little fool's gold with what's going on. And I don't, I don't, I think he's only relevant. I feel he's more relevant only because of, um, of, uh, cups injury and stuff like that. So I, I think we're going to see a little bit of a downgrade for him. And I, I feel he's a very replaceable talent I in in my opinion. Dude,
0: I don't know watching him play. I don't think so, but you know, that's fair. So who do you have in your tier two then? Because you have JSN in your tier one, right?
1: Yes, I do. So um I mean I I I, I would say I would have Puka in that top tier. Um in tier one or tier two? In in tier two.
0: Okay. Top of tier so, two I mean, you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so basically yeah, yeah, we it's, just flip JSN and Puka.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So, I mean, and in that one, you know, I, I, I feel Puka is kind of in his own tier with me for, for, for okay. right now with how it's, 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 it's with how the other guys have played. You know, Fair. I kind of think he's his, he, I feel he's his own entity right now. Sure. Um, you know, I, I feel that the beginning of the season was only only I feel it was, a lot of it was just because of Cup's injury. And I, I, I still think he could be very successful, but mm-hmm. I don't know for how
0: long. We'll see. And we will see. I think it's yeah, going to continue, absolutely. but, um, yeah. you know, there are, there are skeptics like Dale out there. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely understandable. Um, yeah. so with Jason in tier two, for me, I have Quentin Johnson and Marvin Mims. People are freaking out about Quentin Johnson right now, man. They it's are. like, dude, what in the yeah. world? Like I I've been talking about this on Twitter and it's hilarious because like people do not understand context at all. Like, Quinn Johnson is on a team with the head coach who is playing for his career because if he loses this year, he's going to get fired. He's already
1: on the hot seat. 100%.
0: And, you know, he's on the hot seat. What did you – they're going with Josh Palmer instead of Quinn Johnson. Like someone posted – I forget. I I would give you credit, but I just don't remember who it was. But someone posted all of his routes from week number, what, six just the other day. And – The dude was consistently open. So all the people are like, oh, he's a bust. He can't even separate. He's wide open. He's just not getting the looks, man. I don't know what to tell you. The guy's playing fine. Okay, he's not a physical receiver. We knew this. He'd never played big. He plays small for a big wide receiver. Who cares? He's wide open. Like... Kellen Moore and um, Brandon Saley are just not good coaches, man. Kellen Moore can create a creative offense, but they're not good at their jobs. Like, what? Why are we blaming Quentin Johnson for something that the coaches are bad at? Like, same with Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims is in this tier for me, too. I have Jason, QJ, and Mims. Mims, when he's on the field, he has, like, five touchdowns on, like, 15 routes and targets. Like, what do you want from the guy? He's shown everything right. you need on tape. He has 12 targets, and he has... Um, I thought he had more touchdowns.
1: I think he's had some kick return touchdowns. I, I, I think that's part of it. Like, I, I, uh, I think he's only had... a I I I think he's had a handful of offensive touchdowns, and then I think he's had one or two special teams.
0: Okay, yeah, he has... um yeah, no, he had a two-touchdown week, I thought. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. He's been a, a beast down the field, right? Marvin yeah. Mims has been a beast. He's got 10 catches on 12 targets for 250 yards, and he can't even get a look in this offense because Sean Payton know, is just – just, Sean Payton is openly tanking in front of our eyes, and nobody wants to call it what it is, right? So, like, I'm tired of people freaking out like, oh, they're not good players. They've shown everything they need on tape. Like, just go look right? They're still just fine talents. They're just not getting the targets they're like, oh, targets are earned. I get it, but I don't know what else they can do yeah, to earn I, I them, mean, you know? I
1: mean, yeah, I feel better about Marvin Mims than I do Quentin John.
0: I get uh, it, but again, yeah, it's but, just but, Staley's but, but, yeah, a bad coach. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I do agree, you know, and I feel for a lot of these guys, like, we need to just wait and see how they're, like, you know, in, in, in into year two, really, for a lot of these guys, it's going to be big to see how they progress and see how they fit in their offenses right. and you know i kind of i, I kind of think we're waiting to see on qj like um uh, 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 like especially like if if the season progresses how we think it is for the chargers which they're going to be charging so yep every I week Staley,
0: every yeah, week
1: i feel stanley's going to end up getting fired and you know, they're going to have a new head coach and a new regime and they're going to be kind of starting over with UJ, which I'm I probably was higher on him than I should have been you know I'm I'm not
0: he's a good player he's gonna be fine he's a
1: good player I feel he's a good player but I feel there's other I feel there's a a, a little bit better wide receivers so far
0: there's zero percent chance that Palmer is a better wide receiver than than uh, Quinn Johnson but I don't
1: disagree I don't I don't I think talent-wise I don't disagree with that but in this offense you know I feel Justin Herbert trust him and at least Brandon Saley trusts him. I don't know, I don't know about why he's dropped so
0: more, many. I know. I know. Whatever. I know we'll move on. That. We'll move on. Tier yep. three yep. here. Yep. Yep. Uh, tier three for me, Michael Wilson and Tank Dell. Um, these guys, I have them a little bit lower. They're producing better than the entire tier above them. The problem that I have with these two guys and the fear that I have with these two guys is just that they are the number one candidates on their team to get replaced in next year's draft. Um, Michael Wilson, It's entirely possible that they go because they're going to have a top pick. They could go and get Marvin Harrison, for example. You know, we never know what's going to happen. Um, and if, if they go and do that, you've got Hollywood Brown, you got Marvin Harrison. Okay. All of a sudden it's not looking good. Same with tank Dell, you know, Houston probably might have a pretty high pick because they have Cleveland's, you know, maybe it's not going to be top five, like some of these other guys, but It's entirely possible that Tank Dell they go and get, you know, Roma Dunze or Malik Neighbors or somebody on this offense to pair with CJ Stroud. And there's a lot of good receivers coming out in next year's draft. And I think Tank would be the direct impact of that. I think Nico is kind of safe. Tank, he's a good player, but he's you know, he's tiny. And he's more of a gadget guy that would be bumped out with a new yeah, guy. I, so these guys are good, I, I, but right. there's just fear. I, with I, me. I, I
1: think with Dell, I think I feel better about him than I do Michael Wilson. No, so I think I think they Sorry. can use Hank Dell a lot.
0: His speed, right?
1: You know, and, and yeah, in a lot of more in more different ways than they can Michael Wilson. Fair. So I'm not I'm not as worried. Um, I think I would add to that Josh Downs. I think Josh I think Josh Downs has played really well this I year. I have him in the next um, year for
0: me. So yeah, I have yeah, him in yeah, Tier 4 and he's, and he's, and
1: yeah, yeah, with Rasheed really, Rice. It, yeah, and he's really showed out. So right. I mean, firstly, me and Dynasty, I would rather have Downs than Rasheed Rice. You know, I know Rice is with, you know, Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that, but right. it really hasn't been super good.
0: He's been good when he gets yeah. the targets, but he's just not getting a ton of targets. So I want to see right. Rice throughout the rest of the year. If he can kind of yep. work, and that's kind of always Andy Reid, right? He starts these guys off a little bit slow as rookies and kind of works them in. So I want to see Rice in week 14, 15, the playoffs, because yeah. you know these guys yep. are going to the playoffs. So we'll see what he can right. do there. But I do think that this offense likes Rice more than Sky Moore already, you know. So yes,
1: 100 yeah. percent
0: Yeah. So I think that Rice is the one that's the only reason why I'm keeping him up here. Downs the same thing. But the the same thing with um, Wilson and, and Tank Dell, they're already talking about bringing in Jerry Judy to this offense, right? And then all of a sudden, Downs' yeah. value is just it's gone. So, Agreed. Agreed. um, you know, that's why I have him down a little bit of a tier. Then he's Downs a little bit of a tier from the other guys. But you know, I think he is a good player and he's he's played very well. But I think that his opportunities could disappear in a, in the blink of an eye.
1: He could, but I mean, I I also feel that Downs does. I I, I think. He's, he's been too productive in his college career and sure. he has, and he's, he's a he good, player, pretty good draft capital. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel he's a better player than, you know, like the, like I, I, I feel that Josh Downs would be doing similar things to what Nakua is in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Maybe, but that's,
1: that's, that's just me, you know, and I feel a lot of it's with the offensive scheme, but that's beside the point. So, um, So um, so some players that we've really been falling on, um, if you if you've been following us, you know, is is like the Cedric Tillman's of the world, which he's been banged up, hasn't been able to get on the field been banged up. Um, Yeah, like him and Jonathan Mingo have not been very productive so so far.
0: Yep, we talked about Mingo a little bit yesterday. Well, with the other video talking about quarterbacks mm-hmm. and Bryce Young, but the fact that the team is trying to find a wide receiver one wide as they call one. it, it's not a good it's sign. A very,
1: it's yeah, it's very concerning for him. And I've never seen Jonathan Mingo as a wide receiver one. Like, I agree. I agree. You know,
0: but you know, we were, there was hope there given the the mm-hmm. lack of talent, but Adam Thielen being the number one for the team, not a not a great sign. So no, um, not. but yeah, there's. There's a few guys that are falling. Um, Jalen Hyatt is another guy. When he's on the field, man, he looks actually decent. But he does. he does. Giants, I, I agree. Do, they're but they're just a, a nightmare, yeah, man. They're,
1: yeah, they're just they're just looking horrible. And you know, Daniel Jones is back Daniel in Jones, back man. in rare form. Yep, yep, yep.
0: And you know, Tyrod's not going to throw down the field to Jalen Hyatt.
1: Zero so. percent. Like I, I, th- I think Tyrod can barely throw it to Darren Waller. So.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Tyrod is not the uh, most uh, throw-it-up-and-give-your-guys-a-chance no, type of player. No, so.
1: he's, de- he's definitely not.
0: But is there anybody else you want to talk about, or are you good?
1: I think we're all good.
0: So, yeah, there's a lot of movement here in the wide receivers, like we talked about. Um, you know, not a big surprise. Wide receivers, it's what have you done for me lately in Dynasty. Yep, and, again, if I was ranking these guys based on how I would draft them, Hookah would be my number one. Jason would still be my number two. I'd probably take Addison in three um, because in five years' time, I think that, Jason is going to be a superstar, man. I really, I do really do. do um But, you know, he's going to be behind these guys for a while and his yeah. value is going to absolutely tank. So, you know, the reason why I have him down here is I just, I know how his value is going to go. So don't invest in him now. Just go and get him later. And if you have Jason, do not sell him. Well, if you can sell him high now and then go back 100%. and buy him later, do yeah. that. But, uh, Yeah, unfortunately, that's just the world we live in with these wide receivers. If you're not Jamar Chase putting up, you know, elite numbers as a rookie, then you're you're terrible on a bus. So uh, just how the world we
1: live in, it's stupid, but. Unfortunately.
0: All right, well, that said, thank you guys for joining us. Again, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up one more time. TDC underscore Calvin, Dynasty underscore Dale, and FF After Dark. Hit us up with any questions, roster, start, sits. Those will be back here in a later date. With all the teams on by, we felt like this was a good time to go through some of the re-rankings episodes here and, and give our thoughts on that, but we'll be back with it. So make sure you guys tune us in later um, in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be pumping out the content. And again, Saturday, we've got the sports betting podcast as well. Follow along. If you want to win some extra cash, I mean, I'm making $5 bets here and there. Like, it's not like I'm betting a hundred bucks on Derek Carr mm-hmm. to not throw an interception in this game. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not, right. I'm not crazy, man. Like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you right. want to hear some, some fun bets to make that, have a pretty high hit rate so far through the, through the first couple of episodes, go check that out. We're definitely up in money so far on the season. So yeah, it feels pretty good. I, I like to, I like to make you guys some extra cash and help you win your leagues too. So go check that out. That said until next time, thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a good night.
1: And we all got dreams. We all want things. But what you gonna do for, how you gonna move for, what you gonna be,